Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Matt, I'm pretty sure there's two things you don't like. One is jellyfish in the ocean. Oh, still dive underwater with both of my hands over my head every time I go under because I'm scared of a jellyfish emerging from underneath the water with a jellyfish on my face. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what that? The other one is uh, AI robot overlords taking over humanity. And Do you know what? I've thought, I thought about this recently because I saw the mysterious radio signals from distant galaxies that, are, uh, that yep. were being picked up recently. Um, they labelled the signal FRB 20191221A, which is just very difficult to pick up on your car radio. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I've been thinking about all this technology and stuff like that, and I always think, you know, AI robots. I always assume are going to turn against us. Mm. But then, what's to say that there won't be nicer robots that that protect us against the evil ones? So just robot wars against each other. Well, they're starting to turn, and in fact, a, <laughs> over the weekend, a chess robot broke a boy's finger during a chess tournament in Moscow, Russia. Oh no, what? A couple of days ago, yeah, video footage came out of this chess robot, which <laughs> plays humans, but the poor old, it was a young kid, <laughs> went to make a move, and uh, the robot, after taking the boy's chess piece, put his own in its place, but as Christopher, this boy, was making his next move, the robot then proceeded to grab the child's index finger and squeeze it, and uh, according oh. to Russia's Channel 5, the phalanx of the teenager's finger was fractured. And an investigation has been launched. Oh so, my god! I don't know. Chess. You'd think it's a you know a gentlemanly sport, but these robots they they play for keeps. Mate, I mean, I saw a video on Facebook of one of those little robot dogs. You know those little like oh. robot dogs on all fours. Yeah, but this one had a bloody sniper rifle on its back, and it was absolutely picking off targets like no. perfectly by oh, itself. No. And I was like. Oh, dear. I'm glad I'm just a podcaster. I, I feel like we're going to be the last ones they come for. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. I pray. We, first they came for our chess players, but I did nothing be- because I am not a chess player. But listen, we've got a big show for you today. Uh, it's actually not the biggest issue, robots taking over the world. Um, the biggest issue will be brought to you and solved uh, in the one instance by Mr. Rant Doggy Dog. He's going to be joining us a little bit later on. Yeah, that's right. And look, in the wake of the uh, Splendour in the Grass situation, we thought we'd have a look at a few camping disasters that have happened to you. So uh, let's dive right into this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hey, it's a Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt is still wringing out his britches uh, and mud hitting the carpet after a big, wild, wet, oh my God. weekend at uh, Splendor in the Grass. You right? You just reminded me that I haven't unpacked my muddy no. boots from my bag. No, bro. Oh, I, I, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to get them out without putting mud everywhere. I'm a little bit scared. Oh, no. You got a hose? Uh, no, I don't because I live in a unit. I've never had a hose. Could be in a bit of strife there, mate. 
Oh, look, I mean, it, it was an absolute disaster zone uh, when you looked at some of the videos and uh, and and some of the clips on TikTok, etc. of Splendor in the Grass. Uh, I made my way through some of the campsites and literally <laughs> it was ankle deep mud um, in so many places. And I think what that does to people, like to the people, like it's not like you don't get a good sleep camping at the best of times. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Yeah. You rarely wake up in your tent and think, God, I feel rested. You, you rarely wake up in your tent and go, oh, this is a good temperature. <laughs> yeah, right. And like, and the wake up, I mean, and, and thinking about like when you need to go to the toilet mm. out like in the middle of the night or something. Yeah. And, and just you go, putting your foot. These facilities are cleaned regularly. <laughs> Dude, the floor on the portaloos was so bad. Gravity like, is a very, very good uh, way of disposing of waste. I mean, it reminds me of when we were in year eleven. We went camping on Stratty at Stratty, and a very similar, you know, torrential rain happened, and I did wake up with the tent just pressing on my face with a pool of water above it, as this, the roof just sagged on top of me. And then I remember again a time at Falls Festival when I was camping and it was just so outrageously loud that I couldn't get any sleep for the next show. And a friend of mine recently went camping on on Stradbroke Island, Mm -hmm. right? Their daughter is playing with their car key. Their daughter was about one and a half. So she's sort of in her, about one maybe. She's in a high chair. They just give her the car key just to play with, right? Yep. Suddenly, they get the car key back. Battery's gone. This little tiny battery in the car key is gone. It's opened up and it's gone. And they're like, oh, my God. They look everywhere. They can't find the battery. They're like, she swallowed it. So they they, they race out to the beach. Luckily, there's an ambulance four-wheel drive driving down the beach. They flag this dude down. They're like, we think our daughter swallowed a a car key battery. The guy puts them on the... On the on the back of the four-wheel drive ambulance, zooms them to the ferry stop. They get an emergency ambulance boat across to the mainland where they then get an ambulance to the hospital, <laughs> do all the x-rays, no battery, oh. right? So they stay the night and then go back to camping the next day. But, I mean, when you like, it's just rife for disasters. Absolutely rife. It's very, very true. So we asked you a few of your uh, your camping disaster stories uh, to make the people uh, attendees of Splendor in the Grass feel a little bit better. Uh, Hayden said, we put the caravan under some trees for weather protection. The tree then dropped a limb and we had to write off the caravan. Yeah, you want to be very careful camping like around the trees. Open space is often a good way to go um, rather than uh, relying on um, some trees you don't know the background of. Paola got in touch with us, said forgetting the bag with the tent poles and pegs. Three-hour return trip to get them. No. <laughs> that's an ouch, hey. <laughs> Yeah, you'd, think, uh, you'd almost think surely we can fashion this out of some sticks, hey, like go full-blown yeah. OG camping. Yeah, you'd be tempted to because three out, you just, it's, it's no good. Or you just sleep in the car, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I'd just whack the seats back and just go in the car. Fiona, though, how about this one? 
had a nice walk on the beach before setting up everything. Well, you've driven a long way to get there. You do want to stretch the legs before you start (laughs) putting up the campsite. Yeah, lost car key along with access to all our stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You've just got a dead car out. Just so in the middle sleep. of the bush. Can't even sleep oh, in the Oh, you'd car. be scaring. I reckon that's the only time I'd want to run into someone with a metal detector. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like most times if I see someone with a metal detector, I'm like, sus. But... <laughs> yeah, but, just you pray for a beach metal detector person <laughs> on that day. Man, imagine being the locksmith and getting the call. Yeah, we're out in the bush. Drive out to the bush and help us <laughs> with this. Oh, man. Well, hopefully you got... Uh, maybe you could have slept under the car for the night or something like that, just under the cool shade of the uh, dripping oil engine. Hey, look, <laughs> thank you very much to everyone who got in touch with us. Uh, hopefully everyone has recovered from their big splendour in the grass and we can move forward positively and peacefully. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. All day breakfast. Well, I'll tell you what, it was very lucky that our next guest wasn't up at Splendour in the Grass on the weekend because I dare say they would have had a fair bit (laughs) to let loose about (laughs) considering some of the conditions that people, punters, were faced. But uh, they are someone who isn't afraid to tell it how it is and Lord knows they like a dark, murky places. It is Rant Dog. Yeah, that's right. Um, we like you sending us your gripes, no matter how trivial. And um, we often see a spike in the both the ratings and the decibels when uh, Rant Dog comes to town. So um, please send us a voice message with anything that's been peeving you off recently, just as Dana has. <laughs> This is for Randog, although I suspect Matt will have something to say about this too. Before I was pregnant, I really enjoyed Mr. Whippy ice cream. Uh, Now that I'm a mum, I'm all for practicality. And I tell you what's not practical is their serviettes. Why do they give such small, thin serviettes that do nothing but fade away when ice cream touches it? On a melty ice cream. I don't understand. Rant dog, help me out here. You, uh, I feel like you might need a serviette after this spray. Tell you what, you're going to have to wipe down the bloody webcam <laughs> with a serviette after this one. Okay, because people who dish out serviettes, and I'm going to be calling out the soft serve industry in particular, mm. you get your 50 cents cones and that sort of stuff, and they're wrapped in the most minuscule piece of paper you can get, okay? Like those old, those mints you used to put on your tongue, it just absolutely evaporates. They wrap it around and they press it up against the ice cream that you're meant to be wiping off your fingers later on, suddenly becomes laden with ice cream that you then wipe onto your hands as well. And I'm going to take off the jumper here because I'm actually... Boiling! Wow. What's going wow. on here? The jumper's the, come off. The, okay. The jumper okay, has come cool off. Okay, cool down. You, you might need an ice cream after this, Daiso. Rant dog. It's the same people. All right, I'm going to point the finger. It's the same people yeah. who will give yeah. you a bloody chicken parmer, right, or a burger, and they give you the napkin underneath on your plate. 
<laughs> stop dripping on it. <laughs> okay. What about? Or they give you the sandwich at the cafe with the with the napkin in the bag yeah. with the sandwich. All right, here's like, an oily like, sandwich. Okay, we'll give you something <laughs> to get rid of that oil, and we'll put it in there right next to it, soaking it up. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Separate your napkins, people! <laughs> Give us a little bit of absorbency while you're at it! I don't know, what do you reckon, Matt? Dana set reckon you might want to weigh in on this as well. Yeah, I, no, I've, no, I do have something to say about this, Alex Dyson. You know, I, you know, I do have something to say about this because the size of these things, the size of these napkins, they're absolutely tiny and they only give you one. Yeah. They only give you one. Mate, mate, put as many napkins on my ice cream as you do sprinkles, all right? I want hundreds and thousands of napkins! Tell you what, you mess with us, there's not going to be a soft serve coming out of our mouths, is there, Dyson? We're going to be giving you a hard serve. You start giving us these crappy little napkins. It's a napkin windfall. Well, we're sick of it. We're sick of it. Yeah, I scream, you scream. We all scream for more bloody napkins. (laughs) That's what we do. And if you would like to uh, make sure someone who's wronged you is righted, Um, please send us a voice memo, matt.and.alex, and we'll endeavour to um, bring you the justice you deserve. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Random acts of kindness, Alex Dyson. Mm. Nice, aren't they? Well, yeah, for the most part, unless you're referring to the lady who got annoyed because she was <laughs> used on this? a TikTok. <laughs> So, well, I was thinking about that. I mean, it, it's kind of why we're talking about this because there was that. Uh, there's lots of news articles at the moment. Um, Bron, Bronwyn, do you know? Are you familiar with the uh, with this story coming out of TikTok regarding um, not the privacy issues, which seem to be um, <laughs> scary, but the Aussie TikTok star who's got a little bit of backlash over his, um, you know, so-called act of kindness. Yeah, so he went up to a random woman, I think, in a shopping centre. His center. name's Harrison Porluck. He, Yeah, Har- Harrison gave this woman some flowers, um, secretly recorded her. She didn't know she was being filmed at the time. And then he posted the video on TikTok. Then all these comments started coming through where they referred to her as an older woman. It looked like she really needed this. Um, you know, and she was saying it really dehumanized her, um, which is fair mm. enough. Fair fair enough reaction. Um Yeah, she's just sitting there in the food court, just minding her own business. Someone gives her flowers and some and everyone's like, Oh my god, this boy is just the nicest thing ever. Like <laughs> what? She was just doing a thing. And then she mm. said that she didn't know what to do with the flowers because she like she's like, what am I supposed to throw them away now? Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. There's quite a few of those that kind of content, and it's sort of better than, you know, the pranks that's really victimized people. But yeah. you're right. You sort of wonder like how the people feel about it. Like I saw one of the people take a homeless person skydiving is like, hey, would you like to come skydiving and just give this guy and he comes back and he says, actually, I would love to go and he's had a really great time. And it's like, oh, well, that's nice. But it's also, there is there is that grey area, isn't it? Well, yeah, as long as, the, uh, if the other person's in, involved in it and happy with it, sure. Mm. But yeah, it's certainly, it's easy to paint a picture of how, you know, how you've made someone's day when really you've just been kind of annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I can imagine that. But there are genuine acts of kindness that happen mm. all the time. So Belinda and I, you know, we're doing this this Facebook marketplace ting, collecting lots of furniture, mm. um, getting ready for a big move. And we bought this dining table from a lady of a couple of suburbs over from us. 
And when we got there, we realized that it was the heaviest piece of furniture you have ever felt in your life. Okay. So soon as we go to pick it up, me and Belle, we, we're taking the legs off. We're like, okay, here we go. Let's pick up the tabletop. We both just tried and we looked at each other and went, uh-oh, what have we done? Yeah. So then we had to just walk out onto the street and ask random people walking past what to come inside this person's house and help us carry this thing out to us. Now, we've had to do this once before, and I remember asking this big guy, and I said, you know, can you help us? And he said, mate, I've just done my back. Like, I would help you, but I've just done my back. So, you know, you're putting someone in a tough situation. Yeah. Have you got your public liability insurance up to date? Bell, yeah, that's it. Bell, Bell, Bell sort of waited outside and saw a guy, and she's like, you know, can you help us pick up this tabletop? And, it, and we had to do it twice, one to get the tabletop onto the van and one to get mm -hmm. it out of the van, right? And both times, the guy's look at Belle and think, oh, you know, this like fairly skinny girl's probably, you know, not strong enough to pick up something that I'll easily be able to pick up with my huge man muscles, yep. right? And then both times they walk in and go to pick it up and they go, oh, no, right? <laughs> Just like arms shaking, yeah. all three of us, plus Sophia is even helping with this thing, right? <laughs> don't, don't let her get underneath it. I know. Well, yeah, that's it. We have to carry it downstairs. We have to slide into vans and stuff like that. We finally got through, but we couldn't have done it without these two different mm. strangers at different times who really risked their lower lumbar mm. to help us out. The faith in humanity restored uh, is excellent. So we asked you if you had anyone you want to give a shout out to for their random acts of kindness, please get in touch. And uh, first cab off the rank is uh, Natalie. Many moons ago, I was working in a news agency in Wollongong and this bloke come in, bought a lotto ticket. He won about $1,000 or something and he gave me a card with a $100 note in it. So to that bloke, I want to say thank you. Many moons ago, but still something I'll never forget. Cheers, mate. Oh, Gee, that's, that's good. That's 10% of his winnings. A few crumbs off the table there <laughs> for the person selling the ticket. That's awesome. Mate, that's, that's a solid piece of crust right there. Um, Karina got in touch with us as well about a random act of kindness from a stranger on the bus. Big thank you to the person who found my phone that I left on the bus and came to my bus stop to return it to me. Much appreciated. Oh, there you go. Returning the phone as well. So it like, just stayed on the bus until it came to the stop that Karina got off on. I don't know. I don't know how what happened. Yeah. Have to, you'd have to do the full loop again. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he came back the next day where Karina got on and then returned it to her there. I don't know. Either way, I'm glad he gave it back to her because it made her be able to give us that message. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to keep in touch, you can always follow us on Instagram, matt.and.alex. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.